0: Hi, my name's Alice.
1: And my name's Kat, and this is Pop Productions Podcast. And we're going to talk about actually quite a few topics in a very short amount of time, um, starting with Twitter. Um, the, the headlines on the BBC, very strange. Staff are leaving at a rate of knots, and they're being locked out of their offices. Um... Musk is saying he's going to operate Twitter as a bank, which seems weird because it's an online platform.
0: I didn't read that. When did when was that said? When? Yeah.
1: When? Wait, what? I, I didn't read that. When was that what said? What did you not read?
0: That Twitter was going to be operated as a bank?
1: I don't know. I think it was reported in the Times like a week or so ago. And uh, huh. that was what Musk had said. Musk had said... Um, he was going to start to operate like a bank. I don't really know know what that means because he says a lot of stuff. Um, and he's also been quite erratic. I don't know. It just comes off as being a bit unstable. I'm not actually sure what his aim is here. I don't... I mean, is he trying to destroy it or... I don't know if he's lost it.
0: You think he lost it?
1: I don't know, it just seems really weird that he's acting like this and behaving like this. Because he seems to be a bit... I wouldn't say he's unhinged, but he definitely does seem to be quite erratic now. And is not really making much sense from a business perspective. I don't know,
0: I think businesses have a certain culture and ethos in them. And staff tend to be attracted to customers that have an ethos that matches their own. And I think that Musk's vision for Twitter is very different to what it's been achieving so far, what it's been trying to go for. So he's trying to break... Like most of the businesses he has so far, he set up himself or grew from the very early stages. So he could kind of make any ethos he wanted and he attracts brilliant people who are who love that ethos, who thrive there. I don't think he has ever purchased or walked into a company of this size before with its established ethos and possibly he thought it would be easier to kind of transplant the kind of new corporate culture into the place but it sounds like they're firing a lot of people, they're kind of getting that wrong a little bit. It also sounds like there's people leaving, you know, very rapidly. Um... And it has a... There's a certain culture at Twitter. I have no... Yeah, so... Yeah, so there's a culture there. He's trying to bring a new culture in and it seems to be going quite difficult um, for him. That said, I don't really know what to read into the fact that people are locked out of buildings till next week, um, that can mean a lot of things. Like sometimes businesses do that when um, you know they're going to file for bankruptcy or whatever. I would be surprised if that was the case. There's a very short time to lose it all. He has to have assumed that there'd be some loss. I think Twitter was. I don't think Twitter was profitable before. It may have been, but I, I, I'm not sure actually about that. I mean, I know
1: it was worth a hell, a hell of a lot of money. So if something's worth a hell of a lot of money, it tends to profit... Some people, right? Not really. Um, I mean, it must have. I mean, there must be. I mean, the guy that set it up was paid a lot of money by Musk. mm -hmm. Um,
0: Well, it was... There
1: must have been certain amounts of profit.
0: There could have been, but it's a common thing where you'll, especially in kind of technology venture capital, like you'll invest in businesses and a lot of the time the investors will subsidise the business quite heavily allow it to make a loss for years sometimes decades in order to gain a market share so um if you think about youtube do you remember youtube like 10 years ago 15 years ago when there was like very little yeah. ads or you maybe got one ad fair um and you could skip through them quite yeah. easily and that business was losing a lot of money for google but they wanted to own the entire um kind of online video market So they were happy to not put in a lot of adverts, make people happy and use that platform. And they were happy to spend money and lose money on it. And then once they own that entire market, once everybody uses YouTube, then you start to bring in more and more ads. The platform starts to make money and the quality goes down a bit. Like, you know, the idea of having two adverts before videos is uh, quite a new thing. Um, Not new, it's been around for a while, but I mean, like that came after... um, the idea of YouTube making money, but yeah, a lot of Uber as well, and just lost money endlessly because the owners wanted to completely dominate the, um, the ride share market. Um, they were happy to lose money for a long time in order to control that market. So uh, the owners of the business subsidized every single fare, um, that you took on an Uber, um, so that you wouldn't go to another platform. um, And Twitter is quite important. It's a very, it's a small social media site. It doesn't have a lot of users, but it does have, um, yeah, it doesn't have a tremendous amount of users compared to say Facebook or Instagram or or Snapchat even, but it is a very active user base, a very middle-class user base, very educated and very political kind of user base as well. So, um the potential value that controlling that network has is is, is probably higher than um, the amount of money that it makes. It, it may be profitable now, but it, for a long time it was losing money and I don't think it's making the amount of money today that would justify that price tag of whatever it was, 35, 45 billion dollars. Um, but I think the goal is that it, they, whoever owns it wants it to be profitable in the future or to control that entire sphere where political debate is happening. Um, I think Elon Musk said, like tweeted after he bought it, or after he introduced that $8 for verification, that the site was losing, I can't remember what it was, at $1.4 million a week or $4 million a week or something like that. It was... A, Tremendous amount of money it was losing, um, wasn't profitable. By, but as I say, it's a normal thing for owners to sometimes lose money in their businesses for a long time, in order to gain a huge market share for that business.
1: I just couldn't believe that companies like Uber, Twitter, <clears throat> that are so almost globally entrenched now. Really, if you think about it, that are used by billions wouldn't. Be making at least a certain amount of profit for someone along the way or some people.
0: I don't think Twitter is used by billions. Even it's hundreds of millions. It's quite a small network.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> but Uber is used.
0: <clears throat> and I don't know if Elon Musk has the the cash to subsidize it because I mean the previous owner, one of the big ones, was a Saudi crown prince, I think, or In some Saudi princes, yeah. Um. They were investment banks as well. So I think a lot of the people that owned it before had cash ready to go to inject into it and to keep the company liquid. I don't think Elon Musk has that much in cash. Um, a lot of his net worth is wrapped up in, in stock and shares and options in the companies that he, that he, See, that he owns. See, it's
1: weird because he say he's the richest man in the world, but I forget that it's not instant access to cash, money. Cash, yeah. It's, it's. But they're saying he's worth £200 billion.
0: Two hundred, two fifty, somewhere yeah, around there, and yeah.
1: it's like you think that's like a number of zeros I can't even fathom. But then you think to yourself, oh, it's not like he goes to a bank account. Yeah, and has and that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like. Um,
0: I remember. Alan it's Shooker. kind of weird to
1: think like that. Actually, it's yeah. a bit. It's a bit strange to think like that. I. D- I don't know. Uh,
0: I remember Alan Sugar giving an interview once and he was asked, are you a billionaire? And he goes, mm, probably not. And then Fjord goes, are you a billionaire in dollars? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm a billionaire in dollars. Not in That's when the exchange rate was a bit better. He was like, in dollars, he said, I'm a billionaire. He said, just. He said, I'm not the richest you know guy out there. But then Alan Sugar kind of boasts and goes, but I'm the only... I'm the only billionaire that can go to their bank account and withdraw a billion in cash tomorrow. That's that's not
1: a little bit of boasting. That's a big boast. But I thought it
0: was a stupid thing to say or to do because, like, you don't want... You shouldn't really tell people, yeah. No, I don't don't even think it's the fact that he's saying he's got cash. It's that if you're worth a billion dollars, you don't want that money in cash where it's losing money to inflation every year. You want that wealth in investments that are making money. It's a really, like...
1: Mm, what does cash would, lose?
0: Like two back then it was losing what, like two percent a year?
1: Yeah, but it's a lot of cash in the first place. I would be more thinking that I don't want people to know.
0: I guess. I, mean, I don't would. want
1: people to know that. Like I would be downplaying it.
0: So I don't even think it was true what you were saying. I, I think yeah, I mean, probably guess we'll like, never know. did have it invested. But it's a stupid thing to have if you do have a lot of wealth to keep it in cash is like a really silly thing to do. You want to keep it earning money for you.
1: Yeah
0: In investments and whatnot. I don't know Yeah I remember Alan was saying that But I think Elon Musk owns Twitter
1: No I think he owns Twitter But I'm not sure if Musk owns it outright Or if he owns more than half of the shares No I he owns it
0: outright I think he right. did a complete takeover
1: I still don't know why And he put I up shares in, in It's just fly- like if you spend your creating something that ends up this big and this kind of internationally entrenched it's that would you really want to see it go downhill like this by an autistic mad man but then again though I suppose it was a lot of money you know like the guy that set it up was paid a lot of money Um, yeah so I don't know I don't know if it's like you know that was his life's work and now it's just being dismantled well, I don't know if Musk has and he's head some bigger plan and this is just him being weird and eccentric. I think once you walk away from a project though,
0: you kind of just shrug. And I know some people Well, I mean, he got really, a lot of money for it. Yeah. So
1: there's that. There's that to comfort him at yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's billions.
0: Um, but I don't know. I think it's, a, it's probably teething problems. I would be... I don't know what's happening at the moment. So it could change quickly. But um, I would be surprised if the company goes under. I'd be very surprised, Um, I think. Is it
1: kind of a thing, it's too big to fail kind of thing? Not like, really, how, like, no. Because Trump always said he was too big to fail. I don't I think... don't even know what that means. But is that a possibility with Twitter, that it's just like so, it's too much of a big
0: deal? I think for Trump that meant, you know, when he had all his property loans with the banks, mm-hmm. I think if those loans defaulted, it would be a major headache for the banks. So it was worth it for the banks to keep bailing him out because, the, you know, the alternative was to lose a hell of a lot of money. Um, I don't think that's the case with Twitter. You know, the only person that has a stake in this is, is Elon. um. And I guess the people that lent him the money with the Tesla stock is collateral. But as long as the Tesla stock's doing okay, um, there's no issue for them. I, I don't think there's any kind of too big to fail issue, but... I'd be surprised if he wasn't aware that there would be some level of kind of kind of finance, like he would have known the financials before buying it and I can't imagine he bought it just to shut it down and run it into the ground. I also would be surprised if this was a mistake on his part. I know a lot of people saying he's just a nutter and he's lost it and that's, that's the end of it. But maybe he thought it would be easier to change the corporate ethos or to come in and kind of keep staff on but um, I I really don't know I, I just can't see it being it's so much money to piss away in just a few weeks that I would be surprised if and he's not like as crazy as he is he does have a good track record in business and he does take risks He's got lucky with some of them, but, you know, he has a good track record of building businesses, not buying businesses and changing them, so...
1: Yeah, he's never bought one so far, or, like, has he? No, because he set up the PayPal business, and then SpaceX, right? Uh, And then... Okay, but didn't he also set up SpaceX? He did, yeah. But he's never bought a business?
0: No, I mean, technically he bought... um, He bought um, Tesla He bought Tesla It was a a tiny, tiny outfit In fact, possibly not even a business at that point It was just like a a name kind of Mm -hmm. thing Um, There's a wee bit of an argument over that actually The people that sold it to him claimed That it was a more That the business was running well before he bought it Um, But he says when he bought it It was was a piece of shit business And that he
1: basically was like the Messiah Well then he would say that though Because it it makes him look better
0: (laughs) But I mean
1: I think he's
0: I suspect they'll get over this. Um the people that are on Twitter, there's nowhere else to go. Um there are no other platforms, so the people that are on it will stick there. There's nothing else that does it like Twitter. Um and you cannot just set up a new like you need the user base to have a running platform. And when all the users are on Twitter, you cannot set up competition to it. Like after Donald Trump went off, the people on the right tried to find um, new homes on like Parler, I think was one. There was What's one called Parler? Get or something like different. Get. I can't, maybe not though. I can't remember what they were called, but there was different new, like there yeah, were. It was
1: a ride sharing thing.
0: Was it? Okay, so there was different platforms set up that were, trying to basically just clone Twitter without the censorship yeah.
1: on it. Parlor, all right.
0: But in the end, they, they all kind of failed because there was no user base there. So the people, and it ended up just being extreme right-wing views on it because it was the only people that migrated were the ones that were getting banned from Twitter. So
1: so it then ends up that it attracts people that are all that, kind of mindset. Yeah,
0: and just the absolute noise. and no and one else follows. And
1: that's all yeah. we talk about. And they're not really challenged, I guess, is maybe not the healthiest way of being or thinking in terms of, you know, you're in a bubble. It's not so much that they were right because yeah. I met a lot of people that are right wing and they're perfectly fine. Yeah. It's yeah, just that for sure. I think maybe on things like that, yeah. I but think I think more
0: so I saw a few people on the left politics and twitter saying the same thing that they were going to transfer when elon musk bought it they were going to go to a new platform they'd set up their own new ones and it was like well good luck with that you you to have a functioning platform you need to have the majority of people there behind mm-hmm. you you need to have a user base and people don't migrate away for it There's, there were so many social media sites tried to take on facebook um but they couldn't succeed. Do you remember Google Spaces or Google Hangout or whatever it was called? Vaguely. Like, it, it was
1: kind of like Zoom. No,
0: no, no. That was the video calling bit. But they actually had a social media site that went with it. And it was trying to copy Facebook and be that. But they couldn't get anyone to sign up because Facebook everyone was on Facebook.
1: Because <laughs> Facebook also now, now oh. Facebook is irrelevant, actually. I don't think so. I don't know. Like the fact from a branding perspective that they changed to the Meta and now you're seeing ads for the metaverse, which no one really knows what that is. To me, Facebook has become a bit irrelevant and more people are sending tweets or are on Instagram or are doing things like that. Or no, Facebook.
0: Facebook's still bigger with user base. So I get the metaverse thing, like, it's a fair criticism, it's terrible, but there is still a really good user base on on Facebook, it t- tends to be an older demographic on it actually. Like
1: us, like the millennials, because no it was older than that as thing. well.
0: Um, I think millennials kind of veer for things like kind of Snapchat and and whatnot. Um, Gen Zs maybe a wee bit more kind of TikTok and and that kind of thing, and. Um, but the only point I'm making is that you can't just clone. A social network and expect it to take off you need the users on there because people aren't going to hang around in a lonely (laughs) social network space with no one else on it like you need the other that's what it is like your social network is all the people on it Mm -hmm. kind of talking and sharing things so i don't know i think having an alternative twitter is going to be difficult i just i uh, if it turns out Twitter goes bankrupt or something, I'm going to be really surprised because I, I can't imagine, it's too short a time for that to have been overlooked. Um, that said, the idea of staffing issues is probably more likely and I guess we'll see how it goes. But, um, you know, Elon Musk's kind of corporate culture have worked in the past in the other businesses he's done. He's kind of taken spaces like areas of business where no one expects you to make a profit or like you're shaking up established members and um, like PayPal took on like kind of banking. Like they didn't do banking in the end because you need specific kind of licenses and regulations, but they kind of took on the area of banking online and won. Mm. Um, Like that's a very established market with big players and they kind of beat it as a startup. They made, I don't know if they're making a profit of SpaceX now, but he's made a a a space in flight company and taken like that. That's not an area where you think private businesses can make money and he did that. He took on like the car industry, which is once again such an established market where you haven't had a new player in decades and decades. Um In fact you could probably argue centuries. Um well not centuries, but Essentially, all the players have been established for so long and he took them on and made the most valuable car company. I'd be surprised if he's overlooking too many things here and just artistically destroying Twitter, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out over the next few weeks. Um,
1: I mean, I I mean, I really hope it does, because I do think that Twitter's very important for a lot of people. Yeah. And I know you're saying that Facebook still has more users... I still think kind of increasingly according to what I'm reading in the media it's not really a hip trendy thing now to be part of and it's becoming a bit more irrelevant which I is think, why I think which is why they push for meta Can I say one thing, one thing
0: on that? Th- I, think, I think being hip and being relevant are different things. I think- well, hip
1: kind of implies it's kind of like a trend, Yeah. Right? Then it comes and goes. I just don't know if Facebook... See, hypothetically, yeah. if Facebook were to not exist by tomorrow. Yeah. I genuinely think kind of people would be less affected by that than if Twitter imploded.
0: Do you think that's because that's how you... Prioritize it. There there are more. I know more people who would be affected by Facebook going down than Twitter.
1: Maybe it's our age then.
0: I know a lot of people. Because we're in mm, our
1: 30s. I don't think and, so. Because it became a thing in the mid 2000s. I
0: know a lot of people who are both younger than me and older than me for whom Facebook is more important than.
1: Maybe than because Twitter. Twitter's more.
0: It's more political and we're into politics. And it's more
1: kind of like comments. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe Facebook is, like, there's no other word I can use but nicer. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, nicer, like, it's not as political, I guess. Like, it's not as charged, it's not as filled with conflicted content, I guess, then. Maybe, to me, Twitter's become more important in my eyes because it has become quite political. Um... I don't really know if I'm making a lot of sense, to be honest. No, I... I I don't know if I'm articulating myself particularly well.
0: I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I think for the people who are on Twitter, most of them would prefer to lose Facebook than Twitter. But I think overall, Facebook has far more users and I think those users are more loyal to Facebook than Mm -hmm. they are to, you know... uh, I genuinely think that if Facebook were to disappear, more people... If you had a vote between all the Facebook users, most of them would say they'd rather lose Twitter than Facebook. The majority. Where I think it would be reversed if you did that with Twitter users.
1: I mean, I guess we don't really
0: know. I would guess that's true, but...
1: I don't really... I mean, okay, like, like I know this is going to sound a bit mean but people have come to think okay I, I know this sounds a bit broad scale but I think a lot of people not all people a lot of people in a lot of parts of the world have come to think that social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter are absolutely core they're intrinsic they're essential but actually people survive for years without them prior and if they were mm-hmm. both to pull in and hypothetically not exist then they would continue to survive yeah um but oh but most people start thinking that if they really need something then they need it but to me those only platforms are more want than a need but a lot of people have just come to think oh well we need it we need this yeah um but it's but it's hard to know how it's going to pan out with musk and Twitter, I guess maybe people are magnifying a bit too much. I mean, he like I mean he might just be doing like yep. random shit. But I saw a
0: few businesses stopped advertising on Twitter as well. Actually, they said they were going to cut it right. after he came in and after the kind of rules changed and kind of content moderation stuff. It may be that they do have a, a kind of funding shortfall that they weren't expecting, um, but I think. I, do you know I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say I think the the future still bright for Facebook and I actually think a little bit less moderation is probably a good thing not a lot but for um,
1: Facebook
0: sorry for Twitter I mean right
1: okay yeah yeah.
0: Um, I don't care about Facebook at all I actually think they're probably going to exist for a long time And I actually think there's probably more to the metaverse than a lot of pundits are saying I don't it's know what actually such a is a failure. I don't Is really it know VR? Either. It's a bunch of online Is it VR? Not really it's a, no, It sorry. can be that VR's a part of it but.
1: I'm not sure what you mean by the metaverse It's a
0: bunch of different online spaces where people kind of do online things So uh,
1: social media platforms then?
0: I, do you know i think you can even argue that a lot of it is just that um some of them are like spaces where you have 3d characters that hang out but it's they like uh, farmville which what yeah
1: doing. right yeah <laughs> that just yeah. sounds like what they've done yeah, before but they've just ch- changed the name from a branding perspective i
0: th- I think that and they've just declared that well this is it now i think metaverse is a lot of different spaces actually a lot of different companies and businesses um owning different things but I actually think there's more to it than most pundits are. anyway, I think the future's bright for them I think that watch this, Twitter will like go bankrupt next week (laughs) but I do think the future's bright for Twitter, I think Elon Musk's changes have been absolutely fine so far I have no issue with it, people have been jumping on a lot of the issues that have come up and maybe changing too much too fast but Mm -hmm. to be honest, I think the platform's decent, I don't think it is what a lot of people are claiming, a lot of people are saying this is like the kind of town hall where people come together and discuss politics and it's a great like it's an, Twitter or Facebook you Twitter. mean? Twitter.
1: The town hall. That's so it's kind of like one. where
0: communities come together to discuss politics, to discuss these ideas and it just isn't that at all. Um,
1: well I don't think this is as important as what people make it out to be. It's not.
0: It's a micro blogging site where you're sharing very short snippets and well, it's that's comments, not yeah. conducive okay, views. to yeah, democratic um um, debate or discussion at all
1: well, oh so it's like all these things like you're kind of stuck in a bubble after Yeah, absolutely yeah, and, I
0: completely agree it's
1: amazing how people can become yeah. so confident when they're behind a the screen yeah but in person all these people are like this oh, yeah. oh. so yeah. it's kind of like it definitely is used as a mask yeah.
0: But just to say I don't no. think I don't think it is as important as people are making it out to be. Not Elon Musk or even the people that are on it just now saying like but I think as far as a platform goes, I think a little bit less monitoring of it is gonna be not monitoring, a little bit less kind of censorship. Not a lot less, but just a little is probably the right direction mm-hmm. to go in. Okay. Um it's this idea that I think younger generations Are consistently kind of softer and softer In what they're willing to accept other people Saying to them or about them And I think actually that's not a good thing I think people should be able to be Actually quite insulting to each other I, I think that's an absolutely fine thing As so long as you're not
1: Really? Why?
0: I d- not that So I think, you view
1: that as a positive?
0: No I don't view it as a positive But I think It should be allowed on on platforms oh. Um Certainly not kind of bullying, and I guess that's where kind of the line gets blurry. It's a fine, but fine line, it's a very fine line. Um, but
1: it's also a matter of interpretation, and some people are very sensitive. I, a bit I, too sensitive. As for I say online, if you ask me. I
0: think that's <laughs> the issue. I I don't think so. I think threats of violence are maybe fine, but to ban, I mean, I think they're fine to ban things like that, but. Um, and if it's like a kind of targeted attempt going after people, yeah, that's fine to ban as well. But I think a lot of stuff are right? like, oh, I was offended by this. It's like, well, fuck you. I don't think that should be banned. I think that's absolutely fine to say fuck you to someone. Fuck you an appropriate response a lot of the time. Fuck you? Yeah.
1: That's my appropriate response to the fact that you've overran our time.
0: I know. But...
1: Back to my point
0: Just to end I think that Twitter Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Is going to be fine I think that (laughs) if there's a lot of people Being let go at the moment I'd be very doubtful that There are huge financial issues for the company right now I suspect they're going to make a massive change in personnel Over the coming Mm -hmm. weeks And this is probably the first step Where they don't want ex-employees or disgruntled employees ruining things or deleting things or moving things around right. so i think this is probably all part of it i think it's absolutely fine um i think the platform is going to be great as well mm-hmm. i think users probably will be prepared to pay for the services mm-hmm. to make up mm-hmm. for the loss in advertising and um yeah i think that you know the use of offensive language is probably okay i think that's a good thing and i actually think that will make people less um less polarized going forward i think people get very upset when they're told they're not allowed to express a view and uh, i think actually if people are allowed to do things typically they they don't feel strongly about it it's like that thing where you know was it like there's fewer fewer teenagers I, I i don't know if this is right or not but i seem to remember reading this a while ago where like fewer the use of drug use in the netherlands where it's decriminalized has consistently been lower than in say the uk where actually cannabis was heavily um criminalized mm-hmm. it was class b for quite a while
1: Is a class c now.
0: class c yeah in mm, fact and I, think, I, and I think that a lot of police forces are are kind of Decriminalizing it, saying they're not going to do or anything it's not over being certain enforced. areas, exactly mm-hmm. not being enforced, yeah. But the idea is that, like, because it's legal or semi-legal in in the Netherlands, it's something that like your parents do, and they go and they smoke a joint in a cafe, and it's like it's not cool and you don't care about it because, because you don't you want to see... do when like your
1: mom and dad does it a yeah. certain age you like probably yeah. feel quite uncomfortable around your yeah. mom and dad to be honest
0: and actually i think probably it's...
1: in your teens you will be like oh it's mom and dad But i think yeah. when it's
0: okay and it's just used most people feel less strongly about it it's so when you tell someone they can't do something that you start to create these kind of sort of issues i think like even use around say racist or sexist language very easy for me to say as a white male but and I a think,
1: chauvinist. And a...
0: Well, yeah. And I think
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah. You're not a chauvinist. You're misogynist. a bovinist. I think... Well, um, no, you're not misogynist
0: either. Oh, God, I hate women. So, I think that... You just hate me. I think that language is actually fine. Um, I think there's a lot of kind of... I don't think it's good to use. And I don't think it's good to use all the time, especially. I, I, I think most of the time it's not appropriate. But... I think in platforms and discussions, it should be. It should be allowed, and actually, if someone's like arguing and they in instantly go for a slur, you can know to block them. In most cases, like. Well, I think that's another
1: thing which I probably shouldn't. I don't talk think the about, platform. So later on in the pod. But just one, one second. One second, please. All right. Please. Okay.
0: I think that. It's On social media platforms, you get to decide as the user who you interact with and what type of people you interact with. I think that, you know, if you're having a discussion with someone and someone uses, like, an offensive term or slur in that debate, then I think absolutely at that point you can choose to ban that person and not hear what they have to say. Um,
1: Well, I think that's one of the things about... these online platforms is that people actually get a lot of control yeah and they also get a means to express themselves even under a false account so people don't know you Mm -hmm. and i think i don't necessarily know whether that's a good thing um because you could set up a false account you could abuse people troll is the new term but also you could really control in terms of The people that are receptive to you so you would block those that are not and you receive the ones that are so you end up kind of trapped in a bubble. But Um, that's actually
0: one of the good things about I think one of the things Elon Musk was trying to do where previously Twitter's user base was inflated like the numbers that they used to quote to say how many active users they have was higher than it actually was because a lot of those accounts were just bots like and um, fake accounts used by lots of different organizations to kind of either do outright scams or to promote certain views or to get things trending, a lot of government agencies have done that, and um, something that Russia has been accused of is using large numbers of fake accounts to get certain messages promoted on these sites and Actually, one of the things that Elon brought in and said is that actually we want to start verifying users that like we want users to be verified as legitimate. And that's where this kind of eight dollars a month was. It forces you to associate a bank card with your account, um, and I actually think that's a, I think that's a good idea. Um, genuinely think that's a really good idea. That I think more accounts on social media should be outright verified. Um, the way he did it, it turned out to be quite damaging because anyone could get a verified account which was normally just handed out by the verification team so people could change their username and like fake being someone else. Um, Actually two companies lost quite big, they had huge hits to their stock market because someone paid the $8, got a verified badge and then tweeted to say, um, "Oh, I think one of them was one of the companies in America that sells insulin. Um, said oh we're giving insulin away for free now <laughs> Like the company lost like 30% Of its stock value because they thought that that was The real company So it wasn't implemented well but I think overall And people laughed at it but I think overall the idea That knowing that you're talking to another person And not a bot is a really good idea And if you're like Hosting a bot farm And it's like free to set up these accounts With Twitter you know you could have a million Of them and it's going to cost you very little To set that up whereas if you have to pay $8 a month, you have to ask, shit, is it worth, you know, $8 million a month to run this account? I think that's a good thing. Hmm. Not, none of the plans that I've seen Elon propose for Twitter are terrible. I think everyone's promoting Twitter or something it's not. They're saying it's better than it is and more important than it is. But actually, most of the stuff he's done, I like the idea of. The implementation doesn't seem to have been great, but um, I think, The ideas are good, I think it'll make the platform better, and I actually think he's gonna be absolutely fine. I think it's I think the company's gonna be grand. I think this is probably just part of a personnel shift, what's happening today.
1: Well, we're really gonna need to wait and see.
0: And watch this, I'll go bankrupt tomorrow
1: (laughs) after I've said that. Well, you might be correct. It might go bankrupt tomorrow after you've said that. Or it might it could go either way. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I know. I'm aware we're past the time limit. And I was looking at it trying to tell you. So, no need to flare your hands around.
0: Well, that's how we do it. We flare our hands. No, we don't flare our hands around. That's what you do. You should have flared your hands. And I would have known.
1: Well, I kept going like this. But you love to talk.
0: I, oh, you ask me.
1: No. no. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, everyone. <laughs> don't. Oh. What was that? Don't. Um, okay. <clears throat> Can you not do that? It wasn't. It was you. That was you.
0: Ow. It really
1: hurt. Well, okay. Okay, so... Uh, we've covered a range of topics. Yeah. One, Twitter and social media platforms. Um, okay. We
0: introduced this and we're going to do very short bits on lots of topics. And <laughs> that just we just couldn't get past it. Twitter.
1: And you just ran away with it. <laughs> cool. Okay, um... Check us out at Bampot Pod on Twitter. Leave comments (laughs) at Bampot Pod. Bye from Kat.
0: Bye from Alistair.
1: Bye from Bampot Productions Podcast. Okay, bye. Bye.